So we think we reduce Shakespeare here in the Reduce Shakespeare Company, but I'm talking now to Joshua Dylan Mellers, who has reduced Shakespeare to one actor, one camera, one bard in his new film, Shakespeare in the Shadows, which makes it sound like a Vincent Price horror movie. Am I, am I getting this right? <laughs> well, uh, well, I love Vincent. I, I'm sure Mark loves Vincent as well. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Thanks for subscribing, streaming, or downloading and listening to us on your computer or tablet or phone. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 644, Shakespeare in the Shadows. Joshua Dylan Mellers is the director of the new nonfiction film Shakespeare in the Shadows, featuring actor Mark Cohen performing Shakespeare in a variety of Northern California locations. Spoiler alert, Shakespeare in the Shadows is not a mockumentary about vampire Shakespeareans living in New Zealand or Staten Island, unfortunately. I met Joshua recently at the PBS NPR station in Sonoma County, California, and we chatted about his inspiration for the film, what it's like having and sharing the best seat in the house, and where you can see his film Shakespeare in the Shadows. Shakespeare has so much power, and, and like you, I guess, we wanted to reduce it to the bare essentials mm -hmm. and, and see how that worked, and it, I think it works quite well. So what have you done? You've taken uh, Mark Cohen, an English actor? He's an American. He's but he, American. But he trained in England. Okay. He trained at the Guildhall School, okay. uh, which is uh, the educational affiliate of the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Uh, so he's well-versed in Shakespeare, oh, and it's been a lifelong uh, passion for him, obviously, as a theater actor and he's done some films in the past but he he's primarily a stage actor and so this was kind of an interesting experience for him to bring Shakespeare to the screen um, to the big screen and also to television screens and and so it was really quite interesting and my background is in documentary work okay. a lot of documentary work right. so I was filming with that kind of approach uh, which was a little maybe more footloose and fancy free and also allowing him as an actor to have a little bit more freedom in a lot of areas where I was following him rather than, you know, setting him up in this place or that place. And so, nice. you know, there was a very interesting dynamic um, and uh, rapport between us and it was quite enjoyable. Well, and like many of our RSC shows, it, it sounds like it's not driven by narrative. Um... Or I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I think the great thing about working with Mark is uh, the dramatic conflict and, and telling that story, wh yeah. whether it's a full play or just a scene or a monologue, that, that's yeah. very important to him and that character development. Um, and so I think uh, he really grounded it uh, more than me probably in that and, and wanting to have that kind of continuity and that development. And I think that all of the pieces have a similarity, although they're very different plays and very different characters. The, the through line is they all deal with power, which uh -huh. I think is very apropos to uh, what, what's, well, what's always going on, but particularly right, right. now. And it's about characters who are, are trying to get power, who, who have it and are worried about keeping it, uh, who are losing it, and then um, uh, the end is really a transcendence of, 
of power and going to something bigger. And what are the shadows? Did you have bad lighting? Did you <laughs> film in caves? Or is it, or is it, or is it like talking about Shakespeare, bringing Shakespeare out into the light to share him with more people, or all of the above, or none of the above? Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of things I could say about that right. in the title. Um, one of the monologues was uh, from Macbeth and the famous soliloquy that, bega you know, begins with tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow. And so there's the line of the walking sh life is but a walking shadow. Yeah. Uh, but we also felt that we were filming this kind of in the shadows. Neat. You know, and uh, and you filmed it all around the Bay Area. We filmed all around the Bay Area, and that was just—it uh, was exciting to to for me because I love this place. I'm from the Bay Area, um, and I love Shakespeare, and to kind of let Shakespeare come alive in these places that that I know and love so much, and also to see these places in. Um, we wanted it to be kind of timeless, and also. Uh, it could be anywhere, you know, it, it wasn't, it, you know, hopefully you, you, you could watch these things and maybe you'll identify something if you know the area, but hopefully it, it's a little bit different and it's kind of its own world. Cool. Yeah. Was, and was that the was that the impulse that to, to create the film was your, the combining the passions of Shakespeare and Bay Area locations? I think that was a, a big part of it, and also knowing that that was Mark's strength. Right. And and actually, it came about in in an interesting way because Mark had flown out from the East Coast where he's based um, to to do a trailer uh, to get fundraising for another film. Okay. And I thought, well, while he's out here, let's just try to experiment with something and you know it, we didn't have grand ambitions with it it was just right. an experiment and I thought okay he's so great yeah <laughs> let's have him do a couple of monologues and I'll film it in some places and and we'll put it on the internet okay. you know and 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 it maybe it was kind of the idea was to create a growing repository of these small little pieces that would be bite-sized and that in that way might be more accessible to to some people in our day and age where they could just watch Shakespeare for a minute and a half or or something or two minutes and and the style would be very visual um, and and so they were almost like I, I don't want to say like little music videos, but right. but it was sure. something like that. But it became bigger. It's become a, a full-length film now. I, I mean, it's the power of Shakespeare. Right. Yes, okay. <laughs> you know? Yield. We must yield to it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Or harness it. <laughs> so so we we started shooting, and it was so satisfying mm. for me for him. He was able to work in a different way. I was able to work in a different way. Uh, that we just kind of kept going and so by the end of it I was thinking well maybe this can be like a short film and we can put a couple of them together mm -hmm. and that was what originally I did I put it into I put three monologues into a 10-minute film and then that went off to film festivals okay um, and it was well received and after that some people at PBS saw it and said you know would you be interested in putting this on PBS and I said well of course <laughs> and so then you know we had to fill it out flesh it out a little bit more so it could be a full program and yeah. so Mark came back and we filmed additional scenes and I think what was interesting about the second time we filmed was uh, I was a little afraid to go too long with the monologues on the first time right. but we got into some more complex monologues we did the Richard the second um, prison scene, mm -hmm. you know, which mm -hmm. is a little more uh, abstruse sometimes, maybe, yeah. or, or intellectual. Yeah. Um, and um, and obviously he's in a prison, so it's 
less active and more cerebral. Right. And that was uh, the first time we had talked about that, but that just seemed like too much of a challenge. But we had more confidence, or I had more confidence the second time. <laughs> Mark always had the confidence to do it. And, uh, and it, that just that turned out to be one of my favorite scenes. And another one that I really loved was the Cardinal Woolsey scene, mm. uh, which is one that, that people aren't really familiar with that play so much, right. Henry VIII. Yep. Um, and it's the scene where, where Woolsey has basically fallen out of favor mm. at, with uh, Henry VIII, and he's thinking about spirituality a little bit or religion and what maybe right. he lost in getting involved in the material world and, and giving advice to Cromwell. But we filmed in that beautiful neo-Gothic style St. Dominic's in San Francisco. Okay. And it just, it just, you know, I just, watching Mark, filming Mark, it's kind of, it was like traveling into some other time and just witnessing history. We wanted it to be, again, something that was bare bones, you know, down to the basics, basically. And that's why there was only one camera and one actor and, and, and just basically a bare bones budget. We, we wanted to see what we could do, sure. you know? And, and like I said, there's so much to Shakespeare. When you get a good actor, it just comes alive. And you don't need much else. You really yeah. don't. Yeah. You, you really don't. And um, I've heard these monologues so many times now, you know, over and over in the <laughs> editing studio sure. and, and, and watch them. And they, they just get better every time. I mean, they get better every time. And um, so I feel really good about that because um, I think a certain amount of people are turned off by Shakespeare because they're only... Um, exposure to it is maybe in a high school class where yeah. other students are reading and it's just not really that compelling. But when you see actors who know what they're doing and can really bring the words across and the emotions behind those words, it's, a, it's just, it's exciting. And, and also I think that there's a certain kind of stilted way of playing Shakespeare sometimes among certain people and that also turns people off. So if you can get something that's a little bit more uh, connecting with the here and now, I think that's always helpful. <laughs> Stilted? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm Peter Holland. I'm the McMeal Family Professor in Shakespeare Studies at the University of Notre Dame, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? You can see Reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and illustrated by the marvelous Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. Our 2019 tour of the complete works of William Shakespeare, abridged, revised, continues this week with performances in Amherst, Massachusetts, on Shakespeare's birthday itself, April 23rd, then on to Flint, Michigan, River Forest, and Epic in Illinois, Meridian, Mississippi, and a week at the Virginia Arts Festival in Norfolk, Virginia. We'll have more dates this summer and next week on episode 645. We'll announce our 11th stage show and where you might be able to see that. So be sure to listen next Monday, April 22nd, 2019. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with Joshua Dillon Mellers, the director of the film Shakespeare in the Shadows. 
so much of what you have been saying has, has resonated with me. A couple of things you said, uh, you know, you, you watch these speeches over and over and they just keep getting better. And what that really means is that you keep getting better in your understanding of what's being said. And, 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 and I think that's what scares people about Shakespeare sometimes too, is that they, on first blush, on first listen, you go, well, I don't know what they're talking about. And, but a great actor can make make the text understood to even the most novice neophyte coming to see it. But then the more you hear it, the second or third time, you keep going, wait, I missed that the first time. That's, you know, you keep bringing yourself to Shakespeare and Shakespeare always gives you something back, which I love. Then you said, um, uh, talking about the, 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 the bare bones of it, the, 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 the budget of it, is it, is it literally just, was it literally just you and a camera and Mark, or did you have a crew, uh, what, how does that work? It was that, that's basically who okay. it was. Um, um, we we had a, a couple of other people supporting, um, but but basically it was me and Mark. Okay, and and that was how we wanted it that's to be. Great. And and so for for most of the scenes, we were just kind of, you know, interacting with each other. Almost, you know, I was almost like another actor. Yeah. Not that I was doing much for his performance, right. but I mean, he was able to play off me and there were several monologues where he was actually playing to the camera. Mm -hmm. So I literally was mm -hmm. the audience or the actor that he was working with yeah. in the scene. Um, and so that was really quite exciting because it, it, you know, I felt like I was on stage with him. Right. You know, I wasn't doing anything again, but but you could feel that energy. And, um, and I love it. It's like you had the best seat to watch this performance, you know, and now you get to share your you, what you saw with everybody else. It was a free seat. And, you know, <laughs> we, we, we were filming in um, in San Francisco a couple of scenes that were sort of on the streets. And a couple of times people gathered around and we're watching. Mm. And so we literally did have a bit of an audience, mm, you know, right. and uh, Mark being someone who's from the theater loved, I think, having some people that he was playing to. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. So well, and the other thing that spoke to me is that, that what you said is that you and Mark, this began as a sort of a passion project be, between the two of you, you know, a, a common love for the Bay Area and, 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 and Shakespeare. And now it has become a larger thing that other people can view. It's taken on a new life and it's gotten longer. And, and that's like the success of so many things. It starts as, a, as, a, as a, a, a project of passion and it turns into something that you can then share with other people. Where can people see Shakespeare in the Shadows? Well, right now it's airing on PBS stations across the country and will continue to do so. Um, in the Bay Area, there was recently a screening on KQED on Friday. It came cool. back to KQED Channel 9. It's going to be on um, Northern California Public Media, KRCV, uh, coming up on Sunday the 7th, I believe, at 10 p.m. <laughs> I have Check your local listings, as they say. Well, uh, and, the, and, the, and also, this may come out. Oh, right, I don't know right, when I'll right, post right, this. Right, right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but but it's it's going to be continuing to circulate. It's uh, it's premiering in New York City uh, this month in April, and it's going to be airing there five times uh, in April. And um, it's just kind of continuing to yeah. to be aired and re-aired. And so the best place to see it right now is on on PBS stations. And if it's not playing on your PBS station, then. Uh, you know, get them to show it. <laughs> 
That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Comedy Podcast. Send us your passion project via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSC Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Thanks as always to shadowy Shakespearean Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout out this week goes to Thomas Thompson. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Peter Holland from the University of Notre Dame. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Tischner, 644, 1930 seconds of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Joshua, thank you so much for doing this. This is this is great, and congratulations on uh, Shakespeare in the Shadow. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking, and, and uh, I love talking about Shakespeare more. I like filming him probably more, but <laughs> but you talk good too. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> this podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company, reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.